You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 73 of Late Arrivals. Got Lou, we got Chris, and we got Patrick with us this week. We got Patrick oh, and yeah. Lou <laughs> and, and, uh, and me. And yeah. Um, episode seventy three. I can't find the tweet. I'm looking at I'm looking at the training camp roster because there's no. We're looking. There's no seventy threes. We're looking for a player that was seventy three for the Ducks at any point in time in our lives. I'm looking at the training camp roster. I'm not seeing any 73s. Okay. Well, before we get before we dive into this episode, which is going to be a little fun and then a little heavy, um I just want to say to uh make sure that you're following us everywhere on social media at Late Arrivals Pod. Um follow us on uh you know, follow us right here on Twitch if you're watching live. Um inside the rink YouTube page. Uh, you'll find all of our videos there. Um, follow the show on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. We appreciate it very much. Our good friend here, Patrick, is uh, on to bigger and much cooler things. Yeah, so um, uh, someone who has their jersey hanging in the lap arena rafters uh, Annie uh, brought to my attention <laughs> that um, the hockey news was looking for coverage in Anaheim. So I DM'd the uh, person who sent out that tweet and um, I uh, we interviewed and they liked what I was bringing. And also they had talked to Derek Lee, who is awesome, um, yes. awesome reporter for the Ducks. Um, so the two of us are going to co-edit the um, hockey news Anaheim website um please put a link in uh this uh podcast um but uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna be running that site together i'm gonna do a lot of analysis and uh derek's gonna be doing the beat reporting so we're gonna have a nice little back and forth there and yeah i'm super excited for this it's a, a big opportunity and i just want to thank you guys uh for taking me on at, uh giving me a, a place to write at inside the rink thank them too yeah. But um, I just really love the community you guys are building, and the Ducks community as a whole is very small, but we're we're mighty, and uh, you know, <laughs> he said. But it. it's all it's all positivity, even through the down years. So I really appreciate that. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited for this new venture. I hope the hockey news understands who they're getting. Like they're getting two awesome writers, awesome people. Uh, the Ducks page on the Hockey News is in very good hands, and I'm very excited to read just about everything. And you already have what three? You have three articles out now. I put three out today. Yeah, three out like, today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quantity is big, but we're not going to sacrifice, <laughs> you know, quality for that quantity. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, yeah. So you'll get my my normal game day notes, but just in article form, so I can be a little bit more descriptive. So I'm loving that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, Jake's sounding like a robot. 
Oh shit, my mic fucking up already. While Jake figures out his technical issues, I figured out who wore 73. Uh, Matt Clark in 2012 and Andy Walensky in 2018. Walensky, okay. That's who I remember from the tweet that we were tagged in. <laughs> Walensky, yeah. Okay. How am I sounding? Oh, Good. perfect. Okay. I you think it just better. came a little. I think it came a little loose because um, I had to put my phone down because Milo is getting into stuff. So, oh, had to go <laughs> had to go grab the cat before he uh, knocked over yeah, some precious go. vinyl stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm looking at future episode numbers and five players of War seventy seven in Ducks history. Nice. It's interesting. I'm gonna try not to look at it, and then when we get there. I want yeah. to try to name them. All. I'm not going to remember in five minutes who these players <laughs> are, but yeah. Okay. Well, for the first time in a long time, we have wins to talk about. Multiple. We're using plural. the plural yeah. here. Wins. That's You're crazy. on a time. Ducks are on a four-game point streak. But, Going to the uh, All-Star break on a two-game winning streak. That's pretty sick. Did not expect yeah. them to beat the Wild. Was uh, pleasantly surprised to see that they won that game. Um, I didn't know that there were so many goals called back for Minnesota. So I kind of oh, feel yeah. like I, I think there was like, like two. We got away yeah, with yeah. we got away with one stole win. It was a little weird, yeah. Uh, Greg Cronin shuffled the lines for some reason. Hey, I, I mean, at least he's hitting the blender in game what that was uh game forty nine. It wasn't yeah. like last year where it was like game 15 and <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we're, we're at that point in the season already. And Derek Grant is the first line center. You know, <laughs> we're in for one. Um, yeah. I will take the blender coming out uh, this late and yeah, not, not and much sooner. You understand what he's going for too. Cause yeah. Splitting up um, Terry and Carlson, like takes like Carlson takes a hit. Terry hasn't missed a beat. Um, but you're spreading out the offense, you know, McTavish, Carlson, Terry, all on their own lines, but you're also spreading out the defensive liabilities that have been plaguing the team for the last uh, couple months here. Like Vetrano, Strom, and McTavish are all on separate lines now. Yeah. So, and you know what? There's, you know, it's hard to argue with results right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it last week, the fact that Silverberg has looked as good as he has. Um and it goes to show the quality, really good. quality of player that Mason is. Um, but it also helps that Lundestrom's looked really good. I mean, gets a goal last night against San Jose. Um, we were talking, or I was talking to Jack about this in our uh, lap group chat, but um, um, having Silverberg with Lundestrom and McTavish did not work last season because the former coach matched him up against, <laughs> you know, the opponent opposing top, superstars you know they were constantly facing mcdavid mckinnon matthews like and they were just hemmed in their own zone (laughs) for minutes at a time and it's hard to generate any sort of offense like that and then when you finally get uh, a turnover and lundestrom rushes the puck up he has no support so it's nice to see these players able to breathe in the offensive zone and create last night you saw lundestrom like protect the puck and you've seen silverberg i've been really impressed with his playmaking playmaking ability from below the goal yeah. line 
and you know deep in the offensive zone. So I've been uh, that's a very been a very pleasant surprise of the line the last couple of games. Yes, Silverberg has been a completely different dude. I don't know what happened. Um, not a complaint, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been something else. Um, but yeah, for the Ducks to win their last two games, three two. One was in overtime, the one against the Sharks. I do want to give a shout out to Lou because that wild game, he guessed the correct score again. You're damn right, um, I did. He didn't pick a winner, as we all know. That's what Lou does. He doesn't pick <laughs> I, a winner, but he I did say it was going to finish 3 2. So, congratulations again on that. None of us got the Sharks game right. Um, Who was the closest? Uh, Jack. Jack had, I think it was a 4 2 Ducks win. I think uh, I had, Lou, you said 5-3. I, I think. Yeah, I yeah, said Jake had 4-3. Yeah, I said 5 I had the Ducks winning 4-1, so. At the beginning I of felt... the game of last night, it looked like it was going to be a high-scoring game, but then nobody decided to score after that for a while. Yeah, that, that Sharks game was um a, a, a real One of the games there. of all time. Yeah, <laughs> that was hard <laughs> to... Uh, I don't know, it was, it was it was pretty frustrating to watch. Like it was just incredibly boring for a while there, and then even when the Ducks were getting chances, um, they were getting goalied on some of the shots, and then other shots they're just shooting it right into the, right into his chest, like they're not even testing him. So it was and a then weird, but and then late in the period, we'll Greg Cronin put ninety one and nineteen back together, and what do you know? They tied it up. <laughs> that was a nice. Game time goal there by Terry though that was pretty nice. Uh, I had to leave early last night, so I unfortunately missed the rest of the game. So, so maybe we need Lou just to leave early. Yeah, maybe games are getting kind of hairy. Yeah, you know, it's a sacrifice you have to make, Lou. Yep. Can you imagine like Lou being at a game and like the Ducks are losing? There's like five minutes left, and people start booing Lou, telling him to leave. <laughs> I would probably never go back to a game after that if that happened. I would be so mortified. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. Okay, don't do that. Yeah, don't don't make me feel mortified. We don't condone that. Yeah. That do not do not bully Lou. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, do we we get a an OT winner from the All Star himself, Mister Mister Springfield Rifle Frank Fedrano? <laughs> what Springfield Rifle? Remember? Is that something? Spring, is that something when... It's one of his nicknames. Remember Springfield Rifle was reading off from I, Hockey Reference. I it was literally like don't two think episodes ago. I wasn't on that episode. No, oh, you were definitely there. No, I was definitely <laughs> sick. I remember. <laughs> oh, maybe he was sick. Okay, maybe yeah, we was, wasn't there. I wasn't there. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I don't listen back to our podcast, so I don't know what you're talking about. Wow, oh, Lou just does well, not. I'm not a Jack. True left, Jack. Jack looked up uh, Frank Vetrano on Hockey Reference, and they gave all of his nicknames, and it was like Frankie V, Frank the Tank, Grapes, Grapes, because he likes Mizzy, I guess. Mizzy, Mizzy was good because he's miserable all the time. Yeah, Mizzy was really good. We'll talk about it, but he looked freaking miserable tonight at that draft. He looked like he did not want to be there. Springfield Rifle was another one. Springfield Rifle was one of them. So you, you did you definitely missed on that little bit of trivia, Lou. Yeah, I'm glad I missed that episode because I just, I think that was a doozy episode where just everybody got injured at the same time. 
<laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, okay. the, the Ducks the Duck Sharks game, I think the Ducks would have lost that game to like twenty-eight other teams. Probably. Since it was the Sharks, they were able to sneak away with the win, but I think if that was up against most of the league, they might have gotten smoked. I didn't think they played bad, but like against the Sharks, he wanted them to maybe play a bit better than what they did. I really I really like the way Lundestrom has looked though, man. Yeah. Like, He's been Do you guys really, think really he's good. a center long term if he has a future in Anaheim? Um, I don't I think, think he it matters. Might... Yeah, I think yeah. with the way that the Ducks play, I think there's a lot of switching and interchanging between positions. Like yeah. you'll see Lundestrom on the right, on the left, in the middle, depending on just the flow of play. There's like kind of just go out there and just do what you do, I guess. <laughs> do you, man? Oh, the D pairs changed too a little bit. Cam Fellers with Owen Zellweger now and Jackson Lacombs with uh, Radko? Uh, I think so. I think so, yeah. Jackson then... Lacombs looked really good the last few games. Yeah. Zellweger has like 100 shots on goal already, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's shooting from everywhere. Was it, just me it or, was it just me or did Cam Fowler just spam the point shot last night? It just seemed like he was shooting all the point shots. Well, if he's he, better than if him he gets passing up shots, yeah, I was well, gonna say if if it prevents him from doing any weird little backward crossover protecting the puck thing, I think yeah. I think it's for the better at this point. Um, I feel like he always gets himself in a position where he he waits too long and he misses out on making a play, and then he holds onto the puck, goes behind the net, circles around, comes back to the point, and there's just a lot of nothing. That's why so I, I guess, like. That's why I like Zellweger with him because Zellweger kind of, he's so active. He kind of forces Mm -hmm. Cam to move around and uh, (laughs) like, he's like, I'm coming to your spot. So you better move and get open. And then, you know, Fowler does, Uh, but there's a lot of movement and energy in the offensive zone or everywhere on the ice when uh, Zellweger's on the ice. So that's been a a really nice breath of fresh air. And I think that that pairing is pretty good for each other because they can both are very mobile mobile and um, can kind of, switch and and you know join rushes and get open for each other so i i am really enjoying that pairing yeah so and, what and we're saying is that Zellweger... all... go ahead go ahead no uh i'll i'll, I'll say my thought after. i was i was gonna say what we're what we're really saying is Zellweger bullies cam fowler kind of yeah yeah the future Sad. is now <laughs> he got sent down back to san diego today but that's because the Ducks don't play for a week. He's in the AHL All-Star game. And too. he's in the, yeah. yeah. The Gulls have two games. Is, yeah. The Gulls play tonight. Or no, the Gulls. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, I think tomorrow and Saturday, and then the All-Star yeah. game. Or skills competition Sunday, All-Star game Monday, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But he's still going to be busy while the other team's on, or while the NHL team's on vacation. So, Which yeah. is good for him. He needs to. Which is good for him. Yeah, he needs to play time. Yeah, he needs to burn all those calories he's constantly eating. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. It was like I hope he has a ton of energy. Like, <laughs> dude eats for like four people. And have it, you ever it, noticed Anthony Declare always scores against the Ducks? Like every oh, yeah, single always. He, he had a goal last night. Yeah, it goes back to when he was a Coyote, dude. Like every time oh, he yeah. played the Coyotes, yeah, yeah him, and, him and Max Domi always scored when they were on the Coyotes against the Ducks. I mean, he just Very carried weird. it over to. The Panthers and the Rangers. Is Max Domi still in the, the league? 
Max yeah, Domi's in, in Toronto. Oh, is he? He's in Toronto. By the way, Sharks tail buckets on the road. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that look. I will give them that. I love the Sharks home away. The, their yeah. rebound is just third jerseys. Great. It's great. Yep. It's, it's just yeah. great. Beautiful. They've never had yeah. a bad uniform, though, to be fair to them. Mm, the stadium series ones. Sta- yeah, pretty, I was about yeah, to say the stadium yeah. pretty stinky. I didn't I don't love know, the, the mid-2000s, old... like, Rocky yeah. Torres era. Yeah, I was just about to bring those jerseys up with, like, the weird burnt orange trim everywhere. I didn't like it. Mm. Um, they mm. need to be just, like, teal, They were bad, but they red. were great. Yeah. I, I my favorite sharks uniform is the Timu ones, the ones that he wore when he was in Channel Day. Those year. are pretty. Those are pretty solid. The yeah. kind of like rounded body one. Yeah, the yeah. the weird collar one. I always call them like the Owen Nolan jerseys. That's like the first guy that comes to mind when I think or of Jonathan that, Chichu. That Chichu, I used to like, and uh, Nabokov. I used to like Nabby. love hate Nabokov because I always I've always liked goalies, but he would just kill the Ducks. <laughs> But like, I don't say a lot of nice things about the Sharks. Um, but I will give credit where credits due. I'll give them two. Their uniforms have always, well, not always, but for the most part throughout their history, have been very good. That their their branding is very nice. It's clean. I mean, it's an it's a shark. I mean, it's, it's cool. Um, yeah. And then they have Mike. They have Mike Greer as their uh, GM. So shout out to Mike Greer, former Buffalo Saber during the Goathead days. And his um, brother is like the GM for uh, one the of the football teams. NBA? Right? NBA? Dolphins. Or NFL? Or the, Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins. Dolphins, that's Dolphins. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so shout brother, out to them. The, the aquatic uh, animal. Yep. Brother yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but more Both teams field. should wear their colored buckets on the road. That's what I was getting I at. I agree. I agree, Lou. Yeah. Like Lou's hat of choice tonight. I got a new hat um, for people who uh, are listening and can't see this. It's a blacked out like Mighty Ducks hat, and it, the Mighty Duck logo is outlined in orange. It's very cool. And then on the side, it's like there a patch, inaugural patch from '93. Very is sick. It a, is Found it a Mitchell and Ness one? It is. Yeah, I figure. They do you don't like, like Mitchell that. and Ness? No, no, this is a Mitchell oh. and Ness hat. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, like Arizona only has one sports store. It's like franchise, so there's only one. It's called Just Sports, and they I don't go there often because they don't have a great variety for me personally. Um, but I found this Ducks hat there, and uh, I had to get it. It's beautiful. I enjoy it. Cool. It's been a long time since I've worn a hat. <laughs> I have a ton of them. But just yeah, I have, I have too many. I got to get rid of some. I don't know. The, the way – I only wear – snapbacks or flat bills um mm-hmm. and i just don't like the way it pushes like my hair down yeah I like to wear my hair back so like mm-hmm. you know, it pushes it like against my head i look weird <laughs> i look like look like a dog walking around with a cone <laughs> looks like we got a squeak of the week live yep. uh, yeah i was about to share that to you well, I'm glad Ryan well, doesn't any... forget because I forget to ask him. Yeah, I always forget. <laughs> well, since we don't have a ton of game talk to do, I mean... Do you want to go over the, the calendar from February? We can. Um, I was going to 
say we should talk about uh some of the trade talk that's oh, okay. happening you know um Elias Lindholm got dealt yesterday which was kind of like the number one free agent target so uh yeah suddenly Adam Henrique becomes a lot more uh valuable um, yes, sir. him and him and Frank both are kind of right in the uh the good old stonks train upwards <laughs> um but, I mean, nothing's really changed. Uh, the name's out there. I mean, Zagris's name is still out there, but we still don't really give that much. Uh... It's gone to the point where I had to mute his name on Twitter because I got sick and tired of listening or looking at the dumb trade proposals people have. Yeah. It's just not worth my I mean, time to look at it. Zagris could give up on hockey and become like a – professional youtuber and there would still be trade talk about him in yeah. a league that he's not even in anymore the youtube league so his name's still floating around um a lot of draft or a lot of trade boards on draft boards um still kind of have gibson in that boat but kind of a lot of the talk now is it would, doesn't seem like it's gonna be done this year and you know It'll probably be an off-season move, which, I mean, we've been hearing since, I think, the first pandemic season back. But, yeah, you know, so so is the life of being John Gibson at this point. Uh, yeah, I think Pat Verveek's holding out for a haul for him. As yeah. he should. Yep. He's having um, a good year. Yeah? Both I mean, goalies are having a good year. Goaltending has not been a problem for the Ducks this year. That's just yeah, he's not, shooting yourself in the foot consistently. <laughs> Although John Gibson, did you see he almost had an own goal last night? That's a bit. That was a bit sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, a little kinda, bit. Yeah. Kind of held my breath there for a second. He, he's not. He's not the best puck handler. Handler. I can't <laughs> say that word. Yeah, he won't be. He won't be shooting towards any empty nets anytime soon. That's for sure. Yeah. You gotta get rid of those heavy fucking CCM sticks. I mean, Lucas has got it. Got it right. Use the Bowers. Yeah. They're light. Or even uh, shift. Yeah, they do. Promo code about ten. Send Gibson a shift stick. Out there, more um, consistently has been, of course, Henrique. Um, Vitrano's name's kind of in talk, but it's not like anything. You know, at least for the most part, the the insiders are all in agreement that it would kind of take a lot to pull Frank from this team, which kind of feel like it everybody should. is in agreement with. Um, you don't trade him unless you absolutely have just a godsend of a package in return. Um, or if anyone just offers a first, you take it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't even do it name, just a first. Labushkin's name's in the mix. Um, which I kind of feel like, yeah, he's was gone. The the plan from the start. It's the reason we yeah. signed him. <laughs> um, I mean, nothing's really changed on that front. It's just interesting to see that the consistency that we're seeing on our end from the guys, um, certainly kind of jacking that value up. Does Eurovac and yeah. get traded? I wouldn't say at the deadline, but I could see it maybe being an off-season thing. Because he's a restricted free agent, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know if he gets. I mean, maybe. There's just a log jam at yeah left defenseman. He might just get lost in the shuffle, but he's having a pretty good year also, developing developing into a nice defensive defenseman. Yeah. Helps that he's on the ice a lot because Rad Radko's either in the box or they're having to do something where he's having to play defense, mm. which it's good to see. Um, do we I'm like glad... Colorado as a landing spot for Henrik? Yeah, yeah, I figured Colorado, yeah, Colorado. I think he's so versatile, and I feel like a lot of teams could use what he brings. He can play, you know, center wing, he can, you know, he's yep. good in front of the net defensively. Swiss Army knife player. Yep. Yeah, and I wonder if teams who were in on Elias Lindholm that missed out, I wonder if they are now a little bit more in on Henrik than they were before. Maybe Edmonton. Yeah. I think think Carolina was like Yeah, there's just two two big center names now on the board, and it's Henrik and uh, Sean Monahan. It seems like so. Yeah, Sean Monahan. If we can get a bit more going, I think. Is Sean mm-hmm. Manhattan having a good year? Yeah. Did he like bounce yeah. back? Yeah, he's having a good year and he's cheap. That's Crazy. the thing. He's cheap. So good it's almost Sean. it's almost like Adam's kind of the premium and Sean Monahan's the the like consolation prize. Um <laughs> which I'd almost feel like it'd be the opposite, but I think yeah. just kind of the veteran presence that Henrik brings is probably a little more valuable. <laughs> I keep uh, seeing my... the devils, the devils wanting the devils. Henry. Cause it's, it'd be funny if he went back to New Jersey. Yeah. Um, it is uh, a little funny. I, I usually, you know, I am a known Frank Cervalli detractor, but I do, I did like his. Um... I unfollowed him the other day. It felt very, very good. Oh, that was your problem from the start, was following him, but. Um... Protect your peace, friends. Protect your peace. But uh, I liked his reasoning for Colorado being a good fit. Um, being Ryan, it just says Ryan Johansson isn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. That was just kind of like <laughs> just kind of uh, evil smirk on me. Who would have thought? Like, yes. Thought? Holy crap! I didn't you know, know the Devils were that bad this season. I'm looking at the records right now. You know that whole thing. They had a lot that of came injuries. Out, Have they? the whole athletic thing that came out with the overrated players. Was was Ryan Johansson on any of those lists? I mean, I don't, I don't feel like he's very like rated, I guess nowadays. But I felt like when he was with Nashville, he was definitely overrated. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think he was. I don't think he was good. Well, he had like the one good year, and it just so happened to be the Cup final year. And I just, I don't know. Did he, he have Philip Forsberg on his wing? Yes, I, I don't know. I I try and block for... that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why he had a good year, probably. I don't know. I'm also just a big hater, so I could be yeah. like, you know, yeah, could be blocking my vision of of the kind of player that he really is. But I just have never really seen it. I've always thought he looked like he smelled like pancakes. Pancakes? Yeah. Like a syrupy smell. He combs his hair with maple syrup. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of jelly, he's maple syrup. (laughs) Lou says that, and immediately you think, oh, so he must be implying he smells good, but then you remember Lou doesn't like pancakes. Doesn't like breakfast at all. Yeah. I like pancakes when I'm like hungover or Mm. waffles, but that's 
That's it. I was gonna say I like the smell of syrup. So, but smell of pancakes is okay, but it gets kind of gross after a while. I understand maybe saying like he kind of looks like he would be sticky because I feel yeah like he, he does look he like does look sticky like a too sticky guy he looks like he just looks like yeah he he, he does sticky. look sticky yeah agreed oh, that is uh why you come to lap yep <laughs> stay for the brief come for the brief uh game recap stay for the Ryan Johansson is sticky talk. <laughs> <sighs> Well, do you think Thanks. we will see any mystery names um, on the trade block or any mystery for trades for the Ducks? Mm, mystery. Maybe Max Jones? Oh, good Really? One. If he comes uh, back from injury, yeah, he's close. I think a lot of teams are looking for what he brings, which is just like a crazy four-checker and yeah. just that gritty sandpaper Cliche, yeah, he's like the perfect but... like yeah, he's like the perfect example of like what teams are looking for heading into the playoffs too. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Ross Johnson does that too. Can we can we <laughs> Yeah, you want, you want Ross Johnson? God, God he's, damn it. He's taken some dumb penalties lately. He's signed for two more years at 1.1. 1. Wait, 1. wait, what? Yeah. Is he really? Two more years of Ross. Yep. Yeah. He should Whoa. be in San Diego. Uh, you know, I I always feel bad. Oh, hold on. I did not know that. Oh, Chris unplugged his mic. I unplugged that. Um, I always feel bad like talking trash about certain players, especially on the Ducks, just because like I don't know they're in the NHL and, and I'm sitting here on a podcast talking, <laughs> and you know it's like I don't. I don't know the guy personally. I always have to remind myself it's not personal, you know, but I do feel bad. But like as a player, it's like, I kind of don't want you on my team. You know, I kind of, even on the fourth line, it's too much sometimes for me. Like I, it's like can't. he was fine for like the first couple of months of the season, but the untimely penalties are getting be tired. So I'm... I do feel like he suffers from, I'm just big and people run into me kind of penalty sometimes <laughs> yeah. but a lot of the time yeah. um because at least with those you can kind of just be like okay yeah it's interference but it's because he's massive and the other guy ran into him but more often than not the consensus uh when i'm not able to watch games tends to be um hey why the fuck did you do that because <laughs> I'll, I'll just see come on ross or like did we have to take that and it's all in succession mm -hmm. just like oh yeah he yeah, he did a stupid there. Yeah, like right now, my two things are just Ross Johnston as a whole, and then Carrick on the power play. Those are my two, my two issues at hand. Um, other than that, though, I think you know, I don't know. I'm vibing over here. It's fine. We're vibing. I mean, it helps <laughs> that they're playing a little bit better. A little bit, yeah. I mean, we have all of February. Um, if you would like to pull up that schedule, we can uh, maybe talk a little bit about uh, what we think coming up. I know I got to pull it up real fast. The schedule? Yeah. Um, so we return. We can kind of uh, put this into our what's on tap segment here. 
just preview the whole novel? month since we got a whole week off. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do the whole month here really quick. I mean, we'll and then we'll retouch on it, you know, as we get closer to these games. But yeah, what's on tap? Brought to you by Noble Ale Works. So we Rich have we uh, come back from the break and have to play the Oilers. That's uh yeah. the offspring night, by the way. The offspring That's night. The, yeah. is, they is that they the... advertised the shit out of that game last night. As they should. Yeah. Is the is the Oiler game their potential record breaker? Yes. yes. If yeah, they oh. have the Knights. I think they're in Vegas the oh, okay, okay. the Tuesday before. Is that the record breaker against against Vegas? Is it really? No, that, that'd at... be the record tire. I remember tire. Okay. the Ducks are involved somehow. Yeah. So if they beat the Knights, then yeah, the Ducks game, the Oilers Ducks game becomes a little bit more important for at least one side of it. <laughs> yeah, they're breaking that. Um, if they imagine the if the Ducks like ended it, that'd be hilarious. It would. Oh crap! I totally forgot that Perry's returning. Yeah, Corey Perry. Is oh, back. so the Ducks are gonna go down three goals and then come back in the last three minutes and win <laughs> <it> overtime. <laughs> To, to, Leo Carlson to, to, to disrupt that record, that'd be so sick. Yeah. Yep. So we have Edmonton at home, and then the next week we go on a little Eastern swing. We play Montreal, Ottawa, and Toronto. That should be the the big Gudis Reeves blow off, you know, <laughs> for that stupid fucking bullshit that that apparently is going to happen in that game. Yeah. Is Ryan Reeves back? He has been. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then they play Buffalo. Play Buffalo at ten thirty in the morning. I believe this is Chris's time. Um, yes, why is that? Well, it's it's nine thirty for you. So nice nine thirty a.m. game on a Monday. What holiday is that on the nineteenth? That's President's Day. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, we're at home for one against the Blue Jackets. Um, Not going to be seeing Leo versus Adam Van Hilly. This season, unfortunately. Oh, at least that one sucks. more time. Yeah. Um, they have the Kings that weekend. Kings, uh, Kings Predators back to back. So that's gonna be a, a nice, irritating, nice irritating weekend. I might need to <laughs> unplug that weekend and just not <laughs> go, um, up, go then up we into the mountains. Come back and play against the Sharks like, another time. San Jose. Last time in San Jose. So pretty. This is probably the easiest month they'll have this season. I'm hoping that the Oilers game, uh, the come out and play night with the Offspring. I hope that uh, they kind of show off what's happening on for people that are watching on TV because I would I feel like that's going to be kind of cool. So I kind of hope that even if you're not there, the broadcast kind of you know does a good job at covering what's going on. They probably um, won't, but <laughs> we'll get to I mean, yeah. We'll get to hear uh, good old John Allers and Brian Hayward just talk about nonsense. Yep. Um, I certainly right, wanna... see them taking at least three of the games on the Eastern swing. Um, Montreal, Ottawa, hoping... Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not they they're not Buffalo. beating Toronto. Probably never guarantee know. that. Never know. We've played Toronto actually pretty well. I feel like the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that last season, they like beat beat us like beat the Ducks like eight to one, nine to one. Was it? 
Yeah, it was a blowout last season. But every game was a blowout. But... We did have the one at home with the Zegers. Yeah, yeah, that's the game they did win in overtime. Um, um, I could see them win, winning the Blue Jackets in the Nashville game. Um, I feel like Blue Jackets Sharks is probably a toss up between yeah. either team. Um, uh, how the Kings are playing? I mean, I mean, you never know. If we're rolling, I could maybe see them kind of killing the Kings' hope a little bit more, but that'd be cool. That'll be the Arthur Callia revenge game once he's traded to the Ducks. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so nine games this month, 18 possible points. I I think they're going to get 10 points. I say they go 4-3-2. and two. Um, Let me try to remember the four wins that I guessed. I said, I think Ottawa, Buffalo, Nashville, and San Jose. Those were the four wins. Three losses were Edmonton, um, Toronto, and uh, the Kings. And then the two OT losses were Montreal, Columbus. Wow. No, no faith. The Blue Jackets game. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. The only one I would say I kind of feel is, I wouldn't so much say give me win, but I kind of feel like the Blue Jackets game is like one where we're going to have to like really shit the bed to lose that. I mean, yeah. they're playing a little bit better, but losing Fantilli is kind of a kind of a big hit, especially with lining yeah. out. Like, not looking great. Does Pavel Menchikov come at the end of the month? Come back? When was his timeline? He had it the, might be the end of the month, yeah. He had the same timeline, I thought, as Egris. They're both six to eight weeks, right? I thought it was a little bit shorter. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. I can't either. <clears throat> um, you want to do predictions for the... Uh next three games at least because then uh that'll be at least up until we record again yeah <laughs> all right you want to do scores for the ducks oilers <laughs> um i'll go uh i'll go six to three six three you don't winning. even have to say you don't have to say who's winning <laughs> we, I, we know I think, you don't yeah 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 yeah, we're just trying to force it out of him at this point. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not saying it, but I'm saying it kind of. But I'm not <laughs> saying it. He's saying it. He's definitely saying it. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna say six to two Oilers. Whew. Okay. Yeah, I can see it getting kind of out of hand. Like the other two times this season already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so gonna say, say four. Oh. no. Go ahead. Uh, five three. Oilers. Five three. Five three yeah. Oilers. All right. I'm gonna say the. I'm gonna say the Oilers win seven two. All right. <laughs> All right. Tuesday, at the Canadians. Um, five hundred billion to two. And I'll even say the Ducks for this one. 
Five billion to two, huh? Yeah. You hear that, Sicard? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll, I'll, my real answer, I'll say, uh, I'll say Ford one. Four one, okay. I will say four two. Four two ducks. Four, two I, I'll, ducks. Act, I'll actually give a team, unlike okay. Mr. Lou. Uh, three two OT loss. Oh. I'm gonna go four three. OT loss. All right, and then uh, that Thursday at the Senators. I feel like they always have trouble in Ottawa. Like, even when they were I... still good, I feel like they never won in Ottawa. I, I feel like I can just never remember the games when we play, like, on the East Swings, like how they were, just because you only, you're only there, the Ducks are there once a year. So I I couldn't even tell you if that if that feels right. <laughs> yeah. I'll go I'll go three two. I feel like they can win that game, but I will say four three Ottawa. Just okay. because like, I'm kind of of the I'm in the same boat as though I do feel like they struggle a little bit in Ottawa. Regulation yeah. loss, yeah. Like even when they were consistently in the playoffs, it just seems like the, Ottawa was one of the places where they just don't win. Wasn't the case in the Cup final. Well, yeah. Well, maybe Ottawa got the revenge after. after living that. in the past. I will we're be right back. Past. You guys can finish with predictions. I will be back in one sec. Okay. I got three two uh, shootout win in Ottawa. Ooh. Okay. Shootout win? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to say Ducks win 4-2. All right. Well, that is What's on Tap. Brought to you by Noble L Works, our good friends over there. If you mention late arrivals when you get a beer or close your tab you get 10 percent off on game days home or away does not matter if the ducks happen to be home you can get free game day parking at noble so um next home game friday february 9th oilers are in town um get your free parking at noble i I heard uh parking is an absolute disaster at honda center right now so it's horrible that's what i'm hearing so go to Noble. Go to yeah. Noble. Get that free parking. Walk a little bit to the arena. Oh, well, just can enjoy a, a beer and uh, 10% off by mentioning us. Um, yeah, it's a nightmare. But, but say uh, someone is uh, thinking about going to that Oilers game February 9th. Come out and play night with uh, the offspring. And they want to go to Noble. Enjoy a wonderful cold beer. Where would they get uh, tickets, you think, for this game? 
I was waiting for Lou to say it. <laughs> oh, seven one four ticket. He looked like he was rearing and ready to go. I know. I thought it was too. <laughs> I, I, uh, I froze. I froze up. Uh, seven one four tickets. Promo code lap. L A P. If you don't know how to spell oh. the word lap. And it does work again. It does work. Yes. Um, Is it all caps? Yes. It's all caps. Yeah. Um, I'm actually gonna see. Let's let's get this up right now. Let's see what tickets are looking like on seven one four for the Oilers game, shall we? Is Chrissy coming to a game? Well, I want to let the the listeners know how much. Oh, okay. We got a we got a mouse sighting in the chat. Oh, he's here, kids. By the way, I went through the wrong door again when I went to the bathroom last night. Dude, I did it again. How is this? I, I don't know. Thing? I don't. I don't know why it keeps happening, but it keeps happening. And I didn't even drink at the game last night. Jesus, we need to like. I don't know. We like one of like those a... little backpacks that you put on like your infants when they starting to walk. The little like leash. I just need a map. Like the little monkey backpack. Give Lou a shock collar. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say right. that you need a map, Lou? Yeah, how to get out of the bathroom. That's what they need. They need a bathroom attendant to hand out little maps to people <laughs> when they come into the bathroom. Wait, how did All I right. end up in the kitchen? <laughs> Wait, I thought he had to go to the bathroom. Why is he Lou's cooking? <laughs> cooking up some chicken strips. All right, looks like uh, Oilers Ducks tickets on seven one four right now. Uh, cheapest, wow. Okay, looking at section four hundred eight for two tickets, you got fifty six bucks, um, fifty six each, and that's uh, you know they have no service fees at seven one four, so fifty six is that's it. And you plug in your little code there, LAP all caps, get your ten percent off. You get five percent towards uh future purchases I mean Monster Jam's coming into town at the end of the end of the month so is, so is WWE Jam. Go, go watch some Raw I think UFC is coming right I think so yeah yeah uh, I know there was uh Mackenzie Derma was there last night yeah I have no idea who that is but um, they were talking to her and do I do I do I talk about the controversy with her is it like really bad? No, it's just uh, oh. she might she might have a fake Brazilian accent. Oh, oh okay. Because oh. she's like That's... born in she's like she was born in like Phoenix. Was she really? But, yeah, but apparently she like traveled back and forth from here Arizona to Brazil. But there's like videos of her like talking perfect English without like an accent. Uh huh. And then like her. She progressively like had an accent in her hmm. voice, like with each passing year. I don't know. So She's the Larry the Cable Guy of the MMA world. The what? <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. He doesn't have a. That's he puts on a fake Southern accent. If you didn't know. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Ryan said it's uh, UFC two fifty six. How do I know that? Only all of the ads yesterday. Hit yeah, the they really they they did promote that a lot yesterday it's gonna bring a lot of money to Honda center 
Good to see you support new ducks out there, Ryan. We love yeah. to see it, truly. Ducks and Ryan. <laughs> he went through all that crazy traffic and parking situation for his ducks. Parking is a mess, man. I had to leave my house at 5 for a 7.30 game last night. But Jeez. it's all for the vibe. It's all for the vibe. Uh, it ain't a vibe right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into our other other news we got here, um, go to Shift Hockey if you're looking for new gear. I know the seasons are coming to an end club-wise, so it's that fun time of year again where parents are going to be spending a lot of money. Why not spend less money? Yeah, why not? Use lap 10 at checkout. Uh, good on everything from apparel to sticks. Um, they even have gloves, too. Um, but it can't be stacked with anything existing. But, you know, get you some gear, get you some cream stuff. Cream. <laughs> I forgot to say if you haven't, thing. If you haven't gone on their website and just looked around, like, obviously, you don't have to buy anything. But if you just check it out, maybe oh. you'll find something you like. They have a really – it's very – their stuff is very clean. It's it's very nice looking. You're gonna look great on the ice, or uh, I don't know if you play roller, whatever it is. You're gonna look great playing, and they always say uh, look good. What is it? Look good, play good. <laughs> look good, play good. <laughs> Wear good, shift. Look good, feel good. Look good, feel good, play good. That's what it is. Shift hockey. Yep. Sorry, I was distracted, Chris. This is a cat walking. Walking behind you. Oh, behind me? Yeah. I went by I the closet. Something. Okay, he oh, snuck in there. That's what I heard. I thought I heard like a door open and I got freaked out. I'm like, what's happening? He's a cat. They're coming for you. They found you. You freak. <laughs> well, before, like, like Chris said, before the episode gets very, very heavy and serious here, um... The Oilers did get to 16 straight wins. So before they play the Ducks, they have the opportunity to tie the record at 17. Um, and then if they beat Vegas, um, Ducks have the chance to break the record. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've progressively every week gotten to a point of they're still doing really good and it's gross. Um <laughs> But I kind of feel like this was expected, but it, yeah. it was it was it was nice um pointing and laughing at them a little bit for the yeah for like that first two month stretch. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was it's... funny being able to be like, haha, we're in fourth, you guys are and now, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they're almost in yeah. first place and it's just like, hmm, yeah, okay. How how quickly Man. life humbles you. <laughs> yeah. I was I was literally looking at the standings uh the other day since it's like all star break and all that, and I just was checking up on it and it's crazy that the Oilers have won 16 in a row and they are currently in third place still in the Pacific and they're 12 point they're still 12 points behind the Canucks for first place that is crazy to win that that just shows you how like bad they started the season like to win 16 in a row and you're not even like but it's also that hard points. It's also that hard to make up ground in uh, yeah. yeah the it way really the standings is, yeah. are set up like mm -hmm. yeah, you got you have to like start winning right away. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're yeah. Uh, hate to say it, but they are fun to watch. I mean, I, I I've always ever since McDavid has come into the league, it's I have enjoyed watching at least him play, if not the whole Oilers team. He's he's definitely worth 
tuning in for. Um, but yeah, it's weird that for me, at least personally, like the two teams that I find the most entertaining right now are Canadian teams. Um, with it being the Oilers and Canucks, because the Canucks are on fire and it's just they're they're a lot of fun to watch. I think I I might even prefer to watch the Canucks over the Oilers. Just how how much fun they're having. Brock Besser. Um, 30 goals for the first time. 30 goals. First time in his career, he gets to the 30 goal mark. So that's cool. He's having a bounce back year, huh? 100%. Yeah. 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 30 goals before the All Star break. Yeah. You can say that. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You want to talk about the trade, too, that they made? Yeah. Traded for Elias Lindholm. Um, That was huge. Yeah. I have the trade details pop uh, pop up if you want. Go ahead, Lou. The Canucks give. Send the uh the flames Andre Kuzminko, Hunter. Br- yeah, you got Hunter it. That, Bruce Brewsterwitz. That's a name. Is that how you say it? I think so. Uh, Yoni Yermo, tw- uh, twenty twenty four first round pick and a conditional twenty twenty four fourth round pick. I think the conditional they have to make the third round for it to become a third, something like that. Okay. One of those weird you have to play X amount of games or make X amount. Yeah. Of... I think that's a pretty good haul for uh, Calgary. I I mean, Kuzmenko is super talented, and he just yeah. did not get along with Tockett. Just they couldn't they couldn't see eye to eye. But he's a very talented player, and then the first round pick, obviously, and then um, Hunter, the prospect, hey, Hunter is having B. a monster. Hunter <laughs> B is having a monster year in juniors, so uh, yeah. I think I like that haul for Calgary, and I like the trade for uh, Vancouver as well because, you know, Lindholm is, you know, he scored forty goals two years ago, and uh, that team, you know, whether they play petterson with miller or they split them up that gives that makes lindholm the either second or third line center they got some nice depth now um down the middle at least and obviously quinn hughes is having a norris here on the back end i like the yeah. way they're built like big aside from hughes they're a big uh blue line and then Demko's just a rock star uh Vesna, you know i don't really see a, a hole in that team anymore yeah love me some thatcher Demko. So the Flames don't have a representative in the All-Star game, huh? Because wasn't mm-hmm. Elias Lindholm? Because wasn't Elias Lindholm their uh, representative? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was funny seeing him get drafted at the, the All-Star draft tonight. And yeah, I was wondering like, who that was, and I guess yeah, that was he him. Got the Canucks jersey on, and it's like, damn, that was that's, weird seeing that's, that. Uh, already... Two years in a row, something's happened with the Canucks at the All-Star break, because last year the Horvat trade happened right before <laughs> That's right. So like oh, yeah. he he was I forgot about that. in an Islanders jersey at the All Star game before he was on the, the Islanders. Actual Islanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. But hey, the difference a year makes. You go from trading your captain before the All Star game and everybody making fun of you for it to you know landing kind of the biggest trade target of the the season. Yeah. You know, Kind of swinging your might around a little bit, you know. Good for the Canucks. Yeah, 100%. they're the one Pacific Division team that doesn't really bother me. Yeah, it bothers Yet. me when we lose to them, but it's just because they're just really good. 
Like mm-hmm. even the years where they've kind of stumbled a little bit, I felt like they've maybe it's since Pedersen joined their team, but like Future Duck. Yeah. <laughs> Slow your roll. Slow your roll. Ryan put <laughs> mm, trading team captain and immediately getting better. Delicious thought. <laughs> Jesus. You're gonna get three more years on Zay Kopitar and you're gonna like it, Ryan. <laughs> Shout out Brock Faber. You um, can kick in the man uh, while he's down. R- rookie of the month of January, by the way. Since we're just I getting do the, want... since we're getting the news out of the way. Um, before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to Austin Matthews because he is on pace to be the first player to hit the seventy goal mark in over thirty years. How many goals does so he have? Shout out! Shout out to he has like thirty. Oh, sorry, he's at forty right now. <sighs> That boy do have a lot. Yeah, forty goals. Um, and speaking of Austin Matthews, can talk about the All Star Player Draft really quick because Austin Matthews had uh, Justin Bieber with him. Who looked like he drafting his he he did not team. want to be there. Dude, he was not involved at all. It was kind of I was I was it was a little disappointing because like he was just like um. He's the one who created the uniforms, which I yeah. will say they actually did kind of look better on TV. I kind of like the I kind of like the blue ones. They looked a lot. They I won't say a lot better, but they did look a little bit better. Yeah. Than like on a picture. But yeah, Bieber was just sitting on stage. He was not like making picks or anything, dude. Like he was just, just sitting there, there to and... not be fined. <laughs> Every time I, he was I... asked, like. I, I could only watch like 10 minutes of it because it was just so cringy. It was just everybody had a microphone and it was just. Yeah, there were way too many mics, dude. It was a clusterfuck. Hey, David man. Amber was trying to talk to guys and then you could hear like the other teams like going over who they were going to draft next because their mics are on. And it's just like, oh, my God, there was just too much going on. And why did, I love why did what they tried to do, but. Why did they have ESPN do it? ESPN is not good for stuff like this. At least TNT, they have personalities that are more enjoyable. Yeah. John Brooker, Gross, I'm sorry. He's not that enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it was it was a weird experience for sure. <laughs> uh, Frank Vitrano looked like he would rather be at the DMV than there. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bublé was having the best time at anybody. Anybody yeah, that he, he, just he is willingly going to admit yep. that you're taking shrooms at the All Star <laughs> game? Like, hell yeah. Just you do you, man. <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah. Who are the two Arnett again? Yeah, it was Ron um, Arnett, the Beebs, uh, Michael Bublé. Austin and... Matthews, Bublé was with the Hughes brothers. That's uh, um, who t- Frank Vitrano got. Yeah. Drafted to Frank Toronto is on Team Hughes, so he'll be wearing the red jersey, I believe. Or I don't even know. Do they have like they all have like specific jerseys, right? They're not going to switch because remember, like years past, they've kind of like yeah, you've worn one or the other for one yeah, year, and then if you moved on, they, you wore the other. So I don't even know if like he's set in stone to wear the red the whole time, but he got drafted to one to the. You know, Team Hughes, they're wearing red. Um, the other one was Tate McRae with Nathan McKinnon and Kel McCarr. And then Will Arnett. Uh, Will Arnett. 
we snipe Steli in the chat says Frank scored that O team game winning goal and for what to be picked last. Uh yeah, I mean he wasn't he was second to last. The the way the way they did that for like because I did tune back in for that, they just like read off a card of who they got picked by. That was stupid. The last yeah, the last three um the last three players that were yet to be picked got like a envelope with a card and you open it up and then your yeah. team was on that card. Yeah. Oh, so you don't know who got picked last? Is that why? No hard feelings. Yeah, yeah. So there really was no. Technically, the last guy that opened the card was um, who was it? Uh, Kraken, Kraken player. Uh, Oliver Borkskern. Yeah, yeah. And he who went also to... really wants to be there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he went. Uh, he went to uh, Team McKinnon. Did I call him Olivander? No, you didn't. No, no. <laughs> no. Oh, we snipe city said Olivander in quotations. I don't um, know. I don't know. Let's I see. Team. So team. We'll, we'll listen to the audio the, back. <laughs> yeah, team McKinnon, which is the team I care about because it's because uh, Tate McRae helped sculpt it. Um, it's Nathan McKinnon, Cal McCarr, Sidney Crosby. Georgiev, Kaprizov, Sebastian Ajo, the Carolina variety, um, Tom Wilson, Jeremy Swayman, Travis Konechny, Elias Lindholm, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. Let me see if I can find. Oh, the people! Oh, the people called him Olivander. Oh, did they? I know uh, McDavid. Um, uh, who did he? Who did he draft? And he called him Sam uh, Bobrovsky. He said Sam Bobrovsky. Sam Bobrovsky. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, Team Matthews. Austin Matthews. More. I mean, there's a trend here. The first four names: Austin Matthews, Morgan Riley, William Nylander, Mitch Marner, and then uh, Ottinger, Clayton Keller, Barzal, Shesterkin, Forsberg, Debrinkat, Trocheck. They went pretty heavy on the American players there, and the Leafs. Well, I mean, they're the host city, so they gotta they gotta stack yeah. up some somehow. Let them Team have their teams? super their super team since they're gonna lose in the first round again. <laughs> <laughs> this is how they win. They can win this weekend. Team Hughes is Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson. Nikita Kucherov, Thatcher Demko, Kyle Connor, Brady Kachuk, Jesper Bratt, Cam Talbot, Brock Besser, JT Miller, and our boy Frank Frank the Tank. Frank um, the Tank, Frankie V. Jack Hughes didn't make the All-Star game? He did, he but did, he was replaced. Yeah, oh, he's he? Hurt, so he, was, he, was, he still was um, a captain, but uh, he was replaced in the game itself by Bratt. Jasper? Yeah. Future Duck. All right. And last but not least, Team McDavid is Connor McDavid, Liam Dry Seidel, Connor Hellebuck, David Posternock, Rasmus Dalin, Robert Thomas, Sam Reinhardt, Sergei Bobrovsky, not Sam Bobrovsky, Connor, Boone Jenner, Nick Suzuki, and Tomasz Hurdle. That's a good, that's a cool team. Yeah. I really only care about the skills competition. I probably won't pay it, much attention to yeah. the game itself. Um, the last oh, few. Just like the players. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the, the last few skills competitions just aren't fun to watch. No, no they're not great. Um, skills competition is tomorrow, I believe, on ESPN2. I'll probably watch the beginning of the All-Star game on Saturday because uh, Tate McRae is performing in the beginning. She is uh, the headliner. Good for her. Yeah. We all know that I am the lone tater tot on this podcast. The lone what? Tater tot. Don't ask me how I know. Don't. I just know. Her, her fans are called tater tots. Chris said, how do you do, fellow kids? How do you do, fellow kids? I like tater tots as well. <laughs> it's kind of a hard transition to to make here. Um, it is. Um, it is. Yeah. So before before we get into this section, um, we are going to be talking about the updated news we got about the whole 2018 World Junior scandal. Um, if this is something that is going to be a little bit hard of a listen on you, um, I will put a timestamp to put us at the start of the questions. Just um, I know it's a very sensitive subject, and yeah, uh, if it is a little much, you know, we want to give you guys that option to just be able to skip it entirely. Um, but the timeline of events kind of started last it was last week when we started getting the player leave of absences um yeah and it's kind of been known since i'd say maybe about november if i'm remembering right that more information would come out about the case um gradually over time um i know a lot of people were kind of upset that it has taken this long um but it is important to note that the original event did happen in 2018 um the initial case i'm gonna pull it up here um the the initial criminal case was closed in february of 2019 um as it, it was alleged that there wasn't enough evidence to file charges um, Hockey Canada settled outside of court, but it was reopened. It was closed as a civil case, but it's now been reopened as a criminal case just because of all the pressure from the media, um, just from people wanting to know what happened, just because it is such a such a big thing that has kind of taken the hockey media by storm. Um, you know, this kind of came out around the same time as all the Kyle Beach stuff. Um, and just kind of some of that nastiness from the, the pandemic era of things. Um, mm -hmm. but all we knew up until last week was just, there's five players involved. Um, and the London police and Ontario were urging those five players to come forward and surrender themselves. Um, the puzzle pieces were kind of put together. Um, you had players granted leaves of absences, um, you know, notably Dylan Dubé, Michael McLeod, Calfoot, Carter Hart, and then Alex Formanton from his Swiss team. Um, and it all was confirmed that they were the five that were being asked to surrender them, uh, being asked to surrender themselves. 
And I will try and read this as briefly as possible from Rick Westhead, who um, he, I will say with all the flack that is kind of put on Twitter, um, you know, we can talk about journalism not being the greatest. We've, we've dealt with some BS this year, you know, the whole thing with Dostal and, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like we live in an era where, journalists are kind of open for criticism if they're not doing good work um but rick's been on top of this i mean he was the guy kind of you know really heading the kyle beach stuff um yeah rick westhead's been awesome in this if you're not following him on twitter uh he's a great follow for all of this news and if you need to kind of refresh on what's happening and you want to be up to date definitely go follow him but the event in question um, it involves um, a sexual assault on someone that is only going to be referred to as EM. Um, it's how they are referred to in the document. Um, all five players uh, are being held on account of sexual assault dating back to June 19th of 2018. Um, but McLeod seemingly may have more involvement in the situation um because he was levied an extra an extra charge on top of it for being a party to the offense which kind of i I didn't look it up um but kind of the consensus among some people in the comments that also were a little confused is it's it's more so a charge that kind of deals with further involvement in the situation, um, Mm -hmm. which doesn't make it any, you know, any better than it already was for him. Uh, Yeah. But it's, it's a, it's a really rough situation because of how young they are. Um, Just because, you know, you, you don't expect stuff like this to happen. Um, it's a shame that the last couple of years have been kind of mired in controversies like mm-hmm. this. Um, but it it goes to show that you know hockey has it has a bigger problem than I think people are willing to to look at. Um, yeah. You know, we talk a lot about, especially for the last two years, you know, with how we see things as fans, you know these guys are they're humans at the end of the day like we can sit back and be hard on 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 these players for not performing because that's what fans do you know you want your sports teams to be well but sometimes you take out that that human element of things and you know we talk a lot about players kind of getting shit unfairly in the media but you know i don't think you ever expect to be on the other side of things of seeing kind of like the bad people can do um yeah you know especially guys that are you know extended the privilege of being able to be an nhl player mm-hmm. um it's it's kind of hard to really put into words like what what this really means um you know for these guys because obviously you know, outside of the few people that are 
are like, come on, you know, they got to be found guilty first before we can draw any judgment. Jesus. Um, you know, it, it's, it's tough because you, you want them obviously to, to face punishment for what happened. Um, but you just hope that it's taken into account that just because they're millionaires and professional athletes that like, there shouldn't be any leniency for a thing like this. Yeah. Um, but just, it, it's, it's such a bummer. Um, yeah, the, the whole situation is just terrible and it just sucks the kind of people that come out of the woodwork when this stuff gets released and you, I know it's just the internet and you'd hope that these people don't act like this um, in real life if this situation was presented to them. And, but there's just a lot of, a lot of horrible things being said and it's all directed at the victim and it's, it's just really sickening and it just, it just continues to show that this sport has such a long way to go. Um, but it's, it's just, I'll never understand it. And I mean, hopefully this is, this is the start of, of things kind of turning around and people be, you know, having to, you know, face consequences for, for their actions and it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, I don't care if this is one of your favorite players, um, if they're on your team, I would say the same if this was, a, it has, if, it, if this was a Ducks player, it has, it does not matter at all. Like these people, I hope these, these five players, you know, Carter Hart, uh, Michael McLeod, Dylan Dubé, Cal Foote, um, Formington, Alex Formington, I hope they never play professional hockey. Like after this, this is just horrible. Um, they need the, things just need to change, and it's so deep rooted in the culture of the sport. And I just hope that this is something that is kind of going to help turn things around in the near future. And hopefully, this helps other people too. You know, like victims of this will come forward, and th that's that's a big thing with this is that you want people to be comfortable and not be afraid to 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 move forward with these kind of things. You want people to, to be comfortable and hopefully this helps, you know, the people in the, <laughs> the people in the comments are the, are the perfect example of why a lot of victims don't come forward with a lot of their, their issues here because they face all this backlash and they get, it gets pretty dark and it gets personal and it gets, it gets real. It's not just online. Uh, this stuff kind of creeps into their their lives from people just because of a sports team, like fans of a sports team treating someone like this just because. I don't know. It's it's rough. It's it's rough to read. It's 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 just not great stuff here. But like I said, yeah. hopefully this is a, a a step in the right direction for not only just hockey but society. And we can kind of start moving forward and being better humans. And I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Yeah, we can only hope that the victim gets justice and resolution and peace of mind at the end of all this. Yeah. And you, you nailed it when you said that this is a big reason why a lot of people don't come forward about stuff like this. I mean, the fact that Hockey Canada had a fund for like a hush fund Jesus. for things like this. Yeah. And yeah. You know, we're in 2024 right now, and this happened six years ago. And, yeah. you know, and the trial is not set to take place for another two years, I believe, 2026. Wow. 
just because mm -hmm. the the I, I think like the court system is so backed up in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. Um and you know what? Her the victim's name is gonna be dragged through the mud. The the these attorneys that these well off and you know um powerful athletes have to like they can afford these like high priced attorneys and they're gonna go after yep. that person's well um character and try to dig up anything they can and it's just gonna be it's gonna be rough it's gonna be hard yeah. for that for that yep. person and this is man this is why people don't come forward like this is uh i i, I just can't can't yeah. fathom you know going and living like reliving it as, as like the people that don't come forward um live through this every day and yeah uh, you just your heart goes out and um you know I just like I said at the beginning I you know you just hope that at the end of all of it there's some sort of justice and resolution so yeah yep mm. uh, uh Monday the London police are going to hold a press conference um which I, I kind of it's to me I, I kind of like that they're doing that just so they can kind of dispel some stuff, you know, because a, a lot of this has, there's been a lot of speculation about mm. a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, it, being as tight lipped as the situation is, which I don't fault anybody for um, because this isn't just something you want just kind of spilling out. Um, obviously mm. situations like this have to be handled with a lot of care you know, not just for the victim, but for other people involved. Um, because, yeah, you know, now now knowing that we have these these people named and these the players named as as the perpetrators in this, um, you know, obviously it kind of dispels some of that mystery behind it, but it does no good. Um, you know, just to have it out there because. Yeah, everyone speculates of oh, so and so is on this team. Oh, I hope it's not so and so. I hope it's not so and so. And it's hard to to kind of talk down on people for for doing that, just because it's it's the nature of the situation. You know, you you don't want your favorite player to be involved. Um, and I I, I understand that people are like, hey, like you gotta you gotta take the fan glasses off for a second not look at this as a, oh, how does this affect my hockey team? You know, how does this affect <laughs> yeah. the player I like? Yeah. Um, you have to look at it from that human perspective of like this, you know, this is a crime. Um, it's just um, hopefully, hopefully the press press conference kind of, kind of lays out some things kind of dispel some of the stuff on Twitter, some of the stuff online. Um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see how the nhl handles this um you know it sounds like there has pretty much been a gag order on any questions at the all-star game about it which um I, I i don't so much see that as a slight against the nhl if i'm being honest mm -hmm. um just because it is the all-star weekend and you have this event to do um but i do feel like there is a time and place that needs to be set in stone for Gary Bettman to make comments or yeah. just, just somebody in an official capacity to come out and say, Hey, you know, we can't comment on this. We can't say this about the situation, but this is where we stand as a league. Um, yeah. 
you know, I, I kind of feel like you know, a lot of people are calling for the Flames to maybe do a little bit better um, just because the whole situation with Dubé, it, it sounds like there could have been some miscommunication and he wasn't exactly truthful why he needed a leave of absence. Um, but yeah. I feel like a situation like that also kind of requires um, the team to be notified a, a little ahead of time and not just have that fall on the player's shoulders to be like, Hey, yeah, so this is going to happen. And, you know, I need yeah. to, I need to not play here. Um, but I do kind of feel like need to be a little bit better about not just putting out a blanket. Um, he's away for mental health reasons um, yeah, because it just, the optics of it just make it look terrible. Um, that's yeah. He just made things even worse just by that. Like to, to, to say that it's mental health. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that bothered me a lot. Um, and then you got people saying, well, you know what he's going through. He definitely could be going through problems mentally. I mean, yeah, but like there's a specific reason why you're stepping away from the team and it is not mental health. It's because yeah. you're under investigation. You're being charged. You're, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know. Like it, I, I just, that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, putting it out there saying that it's mental health when it's clearly something way more serious and, like Jake was saying, miscommunication well, it, there with the team. It has real you. consequences too. Like it's yeah, not just yeah. like, you know, it's not just something to, to kind of like, ah, shit, you know, we, we, we kind of got the wrong information here. Sorry guys. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a big, it's a big thing. It, it's, it's a literal criminal case. Um, yeah. I, I don't think bagging on them too much does any good at this point because, you know, the situation is kind of said and done and they're in the, the bed they make at the end of the day. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, I don't know how much more can be said about it just because it's just, it, it it's a bummer because you want, you know, I always look at it from the perspective of when I, talk to someone who doesn't play hockey or watch hockey or, or something and you try and tell them that it's such a great sport and all that it's hard and granted all sports leagues have had their fair share of dark days and things like this um but you know it's hard sometimes because you say oh it's all about the camaraderie and and the fun of the game and all that and then you look at all the stuff that's happened the last couple of years and you're just like do I want to tell someone, hey, you know, if, if you're a Blackhawks fan, you got some lore to catch up on, you know? Yeah. There's there's some real things, you know, because I, I remember what it was like when I first started watching. You know, I just had friends telling me, like, hey, just watch the Ducks. They're the local team. It's cool. And I just was kind of like, hey, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's hard to sell the game to people now if your first thing you can look up NHL-wise is – a scandal like this with its players um mm -hmm. you know it puts the game in a weird spot and not to say that the game takes precedent over it because it doesn't um but you know we we talk uh, we talk so much about how the nhl is a business um from a player standpoint from an owner standpoint all the way up to the top 
Um, this is a business at the end of the day, as most sports leagues are. But you gotta you gotta keep the integrity somewhere. Yeah. And the integrity that these leagues have been built on is is kind of kind of showing the cracks. And and it's good. You know, the only way these problems are gonna be fixed is if they come to the surface and we see them. Um, yeah. It's just it's a shame again that it has to happen with you know, kids that can't say they didn't know better, you know, they were on track to be professional hockey players. But again, it's just like you kind of you kind of fucked yourself at the end. Yeah. There's not so much sympathy out there, you know, for these people just because you're an athlete, but you did something wrong. Yeah. Um, but no like sympathy. you like you guys said, um, I hope that the victim um she gets all the support she needs. Um because it's 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 gonna be a circus. Um yes, yeah, it's gonna get crazy. So we'll we'll cap it there. Um just kind of yeah. kind of real rough conversation. Yeah. To to have, but um it doesn't do any good to just ignore it. Um yeah. you have to have these conversations because change won't happen if you don't. Last last thing I'll say on it is just just believe victims. Listen to them. It it's it's not hard. Just be a human being. Just have sympathy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well I'll take take a breath, take a second here and kind of unwind. I know my I don't know. And not to feel like I was nervous to say anything wrong here, but you know, it's 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 a touchy subject and it's yeah. it's, it's hard to talk about. Um but very we, much so. Yeah. We shall end as we always do with a, with a little more lightheartedness. Um We'll start with our hockey three six five topic as always. Um, and we, I didn't say that I agreed to do this one, but I agree with your guys' judgment. The uh, the third topic we were sent is a fun one. Um, so hypothetically, you are needed to be the e bug for the third period of an NHL game. Do you stop more or less than fifty percent of the shots put on net? Definitely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely less than 50% of the shots. <laughs> I don't even think I would get a double digit save percentage. <laughs> I don't even I mean, know if I get 1%. I would really hope that uh, I was going in for a team that had a really good defense <laughs> and maybe I'm only facing like five shots and maybe I can stop two. Maybe I can stop a shot from the point, but yeah. I don't so have way, no faith tips, in myself please. for that. Don't let it get tipped. Let me see it. And as long as it's under 80 miles per hour, I think I got it. <laughs> and right at your chest. Yeah, please. Right at the chest. Less than 50. Absolutely. No way. Yeah. 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 I I could see myself at a maximum making five, like maybe five saves. <laughs> but knowing me, it's I, I kind of put my put myself in positions to just be kind of near the puck to get hit. <laughs> so I kind of feel like the strategy of okay, don't stop the puck, but just be somewhere near it to maybe have it hit you. 
be kind I mean, of my game that, plan. Yeah, at least out of all of us, you have the experience of at least playing goalie. Even if it's not professionally. Like, See, you still have experience it, it, in the crease. <laughs> it would be... My uh, my biggest thing is obviously if we, if we break this down and go, like, super, like, okay, it depends on what team I'm playing for. Um, if it was a team with a black jersey, like, if I was playing on the Kings or, like, the Hurricanes for a night, yeah. um, good luck. I definitely would not be stopping any <laughs> because I already have problems with my own team. I have all black equipment and we have a black jersey we like wearing. So yeah. black gloves, black jersey, black pads, and a little rubber disc that is also black yeah. flying at you. Um <laughs> I don't think I would stop any. <laughs> yeah, I think the goalie position, I feel like a lot of people can sit there and watch and be like, oh, I could have made that, I could have made that safe. Or I could do that or whatever. And then you get it. I just, I know, like, I don't have to be in that position. I just know that it's a nightmare. Goalies, that's why goalies are weird. Because they are just different people. They're psychos. Nobody wants to be standing in front of a shot that's coming at you at, a, like, 110 miles per hour. Like, no thanks. Go on that NHL edge thing and go check out Radford Gouda's <laughs> hardest shot. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be in front of that thing. Come on. I'm definitely not stopping it. Sean said, can it just be Fowler shooting from the point? <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> I will say Your wild there, wing shooting on me. There is a little kind of rush when you stop like a really hard shot, but it is quickly like it's like the excitement of like, oh, I stopped it. But also like, ah, oh, fuck, like my hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, I, I still have a bruise from like two weeks ago. I got hit like kind of here on the arm mm -hmm. like the guy shot it from like behind like coming down the wing like towards like the the goal line yeah and it was like a nothing kind of like stopped i shrugged off but i got home and didn't notice the giant bruise on my arm and i was like yeah i remember that hurting when i got hit but <laughs> i was like i, I didn't know Jesus. i had a bruise and heather smacked my arm I'm like hey what the <laughs> hell <laughs> It's not Wonderful. a good way to tell me I have a bruise. <laughs> okay, let's see. Yeah, I'm not stopping nothing, I don't think. <laughs> if there's like a player on the Ducks that I might have a small chance in stopping, it might be a Ross Johnson shot. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're gonna, we have to start talking to uh, Tyler here. We need to get on the ice. Let's get in. <laughs> pads and let's have some ducks players shoot on us and let's let's be put in our place i've been asking i've been telling them like hey i will drive to great park for a practice if it means that i just get absolutely torched for half an hour because i could say i actually like got shot on by the ducks yeah <laughs> ryan said i could easily make a save on a jared anderson dolan shot <laughs> <laughs> So our next one, um, Sean asked in the chat, in our group chat, he says, is it a good look for one or more of the celebrity coaches for the All-Star game to openly admit that he's completely high on mushrooms? <laughs> eh, the league needs more fun. The league needs more fun. I like that. It's <laughs> so even dull. If, even, even if it's drug use, I mean, mushrooms aren't bad. 
I mean, I mean, he definitely seemed like he was high. If you have to mention that it wasn't a microdose, then... Yeah. I mean, hey, whatever spices up that draft, because that was rough. That was... <laughs> they, if they're going to do that again, they need to have TNT do it. At I mean, they'll learn from it. ESPN hasn't learned. <laughs> from, from the years of them doing the All-Star game, they haven't learned. It's the same boring, just... It's bad, just bad. <laughs> Hockey players are just hard. To... Yeah, that's that's just... that's a that's actually a big issue. They're just yeah, they don't like, have they're any just personality. So... They don't, and they're they, kind they of don't. like it's ingrained in them early on too as hockey players. Like, you know, they're just always so serious, and they never have any humor, and it's just robotic. Like for the, for the people that complained about how much coverage trevor zegris gets this is why because he's yes. actually interesting he has a personality yeah, he has like, personality. Yes. oh no the one guy with personality of course the nhl we is just need be like, to, oh if, we're gonna market this guy like, yeah if we're gonna yeah. keep doing the fan vote we just need to vote in trevor zegris every year so we have some sort of entertainment yeah and go check out patrick's article about mr yeah. trevor zegris yeah and how right. he is uh <laughs> not thn.com Backslash Hopefully. Anaheim. Uh, my Trevor Zegers article is up there. My article Boom. defending why he's not overrated as... Not overrated. Not, not overrated. overrated. <laughs> as 13% of NHL players. <laughs> God, I, I, I was listening to Connor McDavid, and he's just a boring guy. I mean, no offense yeah. to him, but he's just a boring guy. And even Austin Matthews was kind of disappointing when he's given the mic. Like he's he definitely brings style to the game. I'll definitely say that. Like he brings a different style, like the way he uh, shows up to games. You know, his arrival fits and all that. Like he brings a different element. And he has like, like he has cool sellies, but yeah, and like David Pasternak too is really good with the style, his style game. But like when Matthews had the mic, man, it's just like he was kind of. Kind of, kind of boring. Like I, I, I know a lot of them probably aren't used to. I feel like a lot of hockey players just aren't used to talking in public. Yeah, they at least show it. Like I feel like they're all like hermit crabs, man. Like they were, they never went out. They went to the rink and then went and went home. Like that's mm-hmm. it because they cannot talk in front of people at all. And I don't. I mean, I can't either. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm anywhere near being like the most outgoing person in a in Same. a crowded room. But Same. Jesus, like, yeah, crack a smile, can, just right? give a wink, do something. something. Frank Trotto, yeah. yeah, Frank. Yeah. Frank did not want to be there. I don't think. Give us something to have fun with. I don't know. Mess around with somebody. I don't know. Jesus, you got like, Will keep, Arnett keep, up there. We keep saying how hockey needs to grow. This is like the best sport in the world, and the athletes are so boring, not yeah. selling it at all. Mm-hmm. God. Can you imagine people like look at Lou? Okay, you turn it off after ten minutes, and you watch hockey and you enjoy hockey. Can you imagine this was on ESPN, a, like a random sports fan that doesn't pay attention? It wasn't to even on ESPN. It, it was on ESPN two. ESPN two. Apologies. Imagine <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying ESPN. that's that's another no, yeah. problem. It wasn't even on their flagship station. Well, the, the skills competition, skills competition will be, and then the game itself will be on ABC, but. But yeah, the draft. So can you imagine like someone who's just like a casual or someone that isn't really familiar with the NHL and they tune in because they saw it on tonight 
Do you think they watched that whole thing from beginning to end? Absolutely There's no way. Not. There is no way they stayed around. Or, for that or whole do you thing. think they're gonna watch? Do you think they're gonna watch the or the skills competition tomorrow? Do you think they're gonna watch the game on uh, Saturday? No, of course not. Probably no, not. not if that was their introduction <laughs> to the sport. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what can you do, man? Hopefully, yeah, it is a three on three. Back to five on five. Damn it. I yeah, say I'm just tired. put everyone out there. <laughs> yeah. Put everyone out there and give them like three pucks. They're all different colors. They all are different point systems. Get a golden puck. Let's get all, let's get crazy. EASHL style. Speaking well, in, of that, we haven't done that yet. And go the, or uh, just make it Eastern versus Western, and the winner of that game gets home mice in the cup final. What sport does that? Baseball did do it. They did? Okay. Yeah. Like Baseball back in the 2010s, they did it. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember the Giants, that's why that. the Giants had home field in the World Series because that was. Oh, when okay. We're doing that. So you're saying it was rigged in their favor. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but. <laughs> Ryan why, said, why, Christ, why Lou, not the Bud Selig route. Not... <laughs> they got to do something to spice up the All Star well, game, though. They did add money prizes now. I know yeah, like, but, the MVP gets like a million bucks or something. Yeah, right? but that doesn't really motivate them to try harder. At a least. million bucks, yeah. A million bucks would. Yeah, but it's I, they split it. If everyone got a million dollars, like each I think player the MVP got a million just dollars. gets it, doesn't he? I think it's just the MVP. That gets it. Yeah, it's the yep. MVP. But still, that doesn't really motivate them to do much. I just think they need to do something to add more stakes to it. Yeah. I don't know how you fix that mess of a weekend. <laughs> every All-Star game know. sucks, though. And every every yeah. sport, every All-Star game sucks. But it's not, you know, it's not for us. It's for kids. And uh, Yeah, exactly. You know, we yeah. get what we get. So. <laughs> that's kind of like... It's kind of like baseball with the um with their All Star Weekend. I don't follow uh baseball much, but I tune into the it's home, a home run derby. derby. Yeah, yeah, I tune but into even the home run derby. Become kind of boring. It can, yeah, but I still I still tune into that at least because that's I, I still watch the basketball that's coming up soon. Like I watch the dunk. Not. I watch the I don't even watch the dunk contest anymore because it's kind of boring. But the three point contest is pretty good. I would say three point. Yeah, I haven't watched the NBA All Star stuff because now, uh, for the three point competition, their NBA players are playing against uh, WNBA players this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So that'll oh, be I'm sure that'll cool. go over well online. Yeah. <laughs> At least I know <laughs> Steph Curry's playing against a NBA a WNBA player. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, all right, we're running a little long, so I'll cherry pick a couple of these, and then we'll bank the others for when we come back. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll do one from Jack. He says, uh, "Favorite duck that wasn't really good." Uh, Jared Ball. Yeah, I was gonna say I that do, was gonna be I my do. answer because that's kind of how our friendship started. So yeah, <laughs> we all are. Jeff. We all are Jared Ball. Honorable mention to uh, shit. Who was I gonna say? I might say Andre Kasha. He was it. He wasn't bad though. 
He was good when he did yeah. play. I don't think he fits in that question you personally. So? No. I still like Sam Steele. <laughs> like I he, always he like yeah. You know, he never he never made any huge mistakes. He just you know, he gave effort and yeah. he just he, he just, just didn't so have the ceiling to, we all thought he did. But he just I just so happened to play at the same time that uh Dallas Aikens was coach. I'm just I'm glad Patrick said that because I felt like for the longest time I was the only Sam Steele guy in the entire fan base because I <laughs> felt like I was the only one excited for him on Twitter. He's on Dallas now, right? Yeah. 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 He so was the one that read he was on he was on the receiving end of that hit that Radko oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, flipped yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A Radko hip. All right, we will do um do you, do, one, do you want to do the one from Desert Shark? Since it's on topic with this one and it'll kind of be We could. Uh let's do let's do some cards. Uh and okay. then we'll do we'll do that one and then, and then we'll, finish with, we'll finish with the squeak. All right. And I kind of want I kind of want to answer uh Deflo's question cuz it's for me. <laughs> okay, really fast. <laughs> okay. So, what is Old Lou's early prediction? For the Raiders, 2024, 2025. Um, well, we just got um, Cliff Kingsbury for their offensive coordinator. And I'm looking online right now, and it says uh, Caleb Williams might be a Raider. So if that happens, I could see the Raiders uh, sneaking into the playoffs next year. So are the Bears trading their pick again? Uh, Yeah, if Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for the Bears. Is that what the that's is that the rumor that's going around today? Uh, Colin Coward, which oh screw that, never mind, screw that guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's not the most reliable, <laughs> but I mean, you never know. You might Dude, not want to go to I, Chicago. Jesus, I haven't heard that name in a while. That totally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does have sources. Ugh, you can't his totally are... discount it, but if the Raiders trade up for him. I like the Raiders' chances next year to be a playoff team. All right. So we'll, we'll do we'll do chance and then we'll do the squeak of the week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with another sexual harassment case looming, when is it time for the NHL to finally throw the book at players to send a message to the to the entire league that a zero tolerance policy should be enforced? When is the time? Uh, uh, yesterday. A long time it ago. Yeah. Been... Yesterday. Yeah. Years ago should have been years ago. Um, I mean, if it doesn't at, at the very least start now, I don't think it ever will. Yeah, if nothing comes out of it, I don't think it ever will, unfortunately. So, in in total, all four of us just collectively agree it's it's been time for a while. It, it's past yeah, you. it's been time. Mm-hmm. So our squeak of the week, we will we will end as always. Um, squeak time. This time, Ryan sends us the picture of the dragon heads, but instead of the two scary ones, it's it just a goofy all the derp, It's all the derpy ones. <laughs> and he says there have always been unwavering forces of nature, unaffected by all around it. The brick wall, that is a world changing invention. That is a world-changing invention and will continue to shake generation. My fuck, I'm reading this completely wrong. I am so <laughs> sorry, Ryan. Um, this is what happens when you make yourself you sick on edibles. You Go ahead. Yes, please. My brain is not have functioning. Always, there have always been unwavering forces of nature, 
unaffected by all around it, the brick wall that is a world-changing invention will continue to shake generations. The Ticonderoga number two. Can the pod snake draft their can the pod snake draft their top three writing utensils? Top three writing utensils. <laughs> well let's start with Patrick because he's the writer here. Yeah. That means we have to come up with twelve writing utensils. Right? <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. <laughs> um for well okay. Well I don't know. A pen? The pen is mightier Damn than it. the sword. The pen Damn is number it. one, one, one. <laughs> okay, your turn, Chris. Oh, me? Okay. Um, Sharpie. Fuck you. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> um, the mechanical pencil. <laughs> the blue, not the yellow, the blue highlighter. Blue highlighter. <clears throat> you go again, Lou. Okay, um... Let's go with the gel pen. Remember the gel pen? Yeah, the okay. gel pens. Um, I'm going to say Bic pens. Bic pens. He's going to say all different kinds of pens. Um, hey, he didn't specify if, if true. one person says pen just immediately goes out. Because there are a lot of pens. I'm going to say... A crayon. Oh, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say a, a skywriting plane, and then I don't even know what that is. I gotta look that up. Like a like you know skywriting, right? When you like there's a message oh, in the sky. Oh, skywriting plane. Okay. Got right. you. Got you. Okay. I understand yeah. though. <laughs> Not, yep. Um and um. A feather dipped in ink. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> that was my third one. Ah, uh, okay. This is getting heated. Hold on a second. <laughs> um, it's just Ryan always keeping us on our toes. Right? I'm going to go with paintbrush. I'm going to be very specific and say Crayola colored pencils. Sick. Go ahead, Lou. I'm going to get dark here. Your oh, own, God, no. Your own blood yeah. with your finger. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> think of anything else. Honorable oh honorable God. mentions honorable mentions are the uh your finger in the mirror after a shower. There you go. I I do that That's sometimes when I'm just in deep in thought in the shower. Or like lipstick or yeah. something. I don't know. Lipstick. Is eye would eye black be considered one? Yeah. Could do eye black. It's like guess, a face yeah. paint. Maybe in the in this could get weird, but in the winter. You know, you can write in the snow <laughs> with a certain pencil. Jesus. A certain pencil, huh? A certain utensil. You can write your name in the snow. It's always fun. I actually Googled writing utensils. And I wanted to find some different ones. There's, I, I didn't know there was a grease pencil. What the hell is a grease pencil? Sean said chalk. 
None of us had chalk. <laughs> we had twelve. We had twelve things to come up with. And no we had chalk. our own blood and and urine, said our but own not chalk. Before, <laughs> our own blood before stupid like sidewalk chalk. <sighs> That's the un- undrafted free agent chalk. Yeah, yeah. Fountain pens, man. There's a whole world here. Inkless pens. Which How does that work? For, like your, uh, I don't even. I'm not even gonna try to understand that. Yeah, that, that's that's a that's a good place to end. Yeah, um, I don't think Utensils. anything is topping. But we chose two very unique options over over chalk. But as as <laughs> is life here on the Late Arrivals yep. podcast. <laughs> what can you do? Man? Always the hardest route. <laughs> Oh, holy hell well um, um i want to keep next week's guest a mystery um, okay i was just about to ask yeah just because i feel it's gonna be an off the wall episode oh it's gonna be a fucking <laughs> shit show it's gonna be the ultimate shit show i feel like um but we do have a guest confirmed a for next show. week yeah um we were yeah. very excited very yeah we've been wanting this person for a very long time at least i have yeah, very but, fun. Um, I will say that it will be Thursday of next week, February eighth, the so day after my birthday. Please be here, celebrate Chris's birthday. Yeah, do that. Um, I was gonna say like, so you don't want to announce it tonight. Do you want me to? Do we want to announce it like next week? Do you want to wait until like the day before? Like, how do you want to do it? I kind of just want to spring it on everybody when the episode drops. Nice. Oh, okay. I almost, that. I almost feel like maybe next week's a non-Twitch week just to, just to keep Ooh. a secret. Ooh. I don't know. Yeah, we don't have to be on Twitch because I don't know if the guests will want to be on Twitch. I we'll do see. have to run that by this person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, but until then, it's gonna uh, be a fun episode, then. though. Yeah, and like. that's why you have to follow us everywhere so you uh, don't miss out on this. Um. At, La- at Late Arrivals Pod. Everywhere. Across the board. Late Arrivals Pod. Follow us. Um, go on uh, Inside the Rings YouTube channel. Um, check us out there. Like our videos. Um, subscribe to Inside the Rink. Uh, follow Inside the Rink everywhere, uh, as well as us. Wherever you find us, you can find Inside the Rink. Please, if you can, spare maybe like a minute or two what three minutes tops leave us a review maybe on apple leave it it doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be a good one you know it could just be you could just write it could be constructive criticism yeah i mean if you don't like something that we talked about let us know we we're not gonna you know we're not gonna get all you could tell us how to we're not gonna gonna hate you not gonna hate you for it if you got mad at my uh my uh my snow utensil let me know um no utensil is that uh, gonna be the title five... no i don't think that should be the title no, this no, week. no 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 um but uh Something you know different. let us leave us a five-star rating wherever you're listening and we definitely appreciate it we will see you next week for a wonderful episode 74 that i don't know if you're prepared i don't think you will be prepared Promo- be something uh does practical want to Plug. Plug away, sir.
Oh, I'll plug again. Um, yeah, so uh, follow myself. Uh, my new Twitter handle is Patrick C. Present. Um, and follow, obviously, Derek Lee and our endeavor at um, Hockey News, uh, THN.com backslash Anaheim. Um, and go check out our work. Um, again, Derek's going to be uh, doing a lot of the reporting and analysis, and we're both co-editing, and I'll be doing a lot of analysis work and all that. So, sweet. yeah, give us a follow. Check out our stuff. Yeah. The hockey news. It's so cool. So cool. All right. With see that, we week. will see you next week. Promo code lab. Bye. 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 You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.